Hello, welcome to Talking and Reading from Japan by Hidemi Woods. I'll read episodes from my books I wrote and talk about them here. I hope you enjoy the show with me. This is your host, Hidemi Woods. I'll read an episode from my book, An Old Tree in Kyoto. Today I'm reading an episode titled The Lessons. This is about、uh, the Japanese dancing lessons. My mother and my sister used to take. The lessons. My mother used to take lessons in Japanese dancing. A woman in the neighborhood taught it in the evening to the neighbor housewives at her house. They held an annual public performance, and my mother would practice earnestly at home when it came closer. My sister and I used to imitate her and dance alongside her. I liked it and danced quite well. I was in junior high school, and my sister was still in elementary school. Since my sister came home from school much earlier than I did, my mother would take her to the lessons and let her wait and watch there. My father gave my mother a ride for every lesson. So, my parents and my sister would go out together once a week while I was left in the house with my strict grandparents. Soon my sister began to take lessons as well. I felt it extremely unfair because it was I who danced well and should take lessons. I complained to my mother as hard as I could, but she never paid attention. The junior high I attended was so far from my home. And I couldn't come home by the time they left for lessons. My mother made no effort for me to ask for a late lesson to the teacher. It seemed she simply wanted to go out with just three of them once a week. Even in an instance of Japanese dancing, I was again an outcast in my family. I wonder why it kept happening to me all the time. That was today's episode about Japanese dancing.、Um, it was one of my 
sad memories of my childhood. So it Japanese dancing sounds sour for me in a way. Have you any of you seen or heard about Japanese dancing? It's a uh, quite um unique and very very different from the western style dancing Japanese dancing is mm, so firstly it is so slow it's not rhythmic dancing rhythmic dancing it's just continuous slow movings and uh, so it's not for the rhythm it's just for the form the um, the s uh, streaming slow movings and uh, so since it's not rhythmic the songs that that dancing was uh, danced to were also so slow, slow tempo, and uh, most um, in most cases, those songs have words, and and uh, in most cases. Those words were, those words are sad. So it's danced to slow, sad songs. And um, the costume is kimono. And it's danced by wearing kimono and um, as a prop mostly a Japanese fan accompanies to the dancing as a prop and uh, it's uh, the dancing is a combination of slow movings and uh, uh, an opening and closing of the fan. 
and sometimes the dancer opens the fan slowly to the song and sometimes they um, open the dancer opens or closes the fan in a flash. So those um, movings were, are essential by using the fan, the timing. So although it's not rhythmic, the timing of using a fan is uh, pre precisely calculated. And uh, it's danced on the tatami floor, Japanese style floor, not um, board or wooden floor. It's basically uh, practiced on tatami floor. Of course when uh, it when it comes to a public performance it's danced on the wooden stage and uh, I don't know these days, but it used to be quite popular among um, girls and women to take a lesson for it as a hobby or um, mainly a domestic training, uh, preparing of housemaking for kids, for kids, for their future domestic lives. And um, so my mother used to take lessons when she was a child and my aunt did too so in the old generations that was a popular that was a popular lesson for girls and um Basically, um, uh, when it comes to uh, professional dancing, a geisha, Japanese geishas, um, dance it mainly in the um, in the banquet but 
beside that girls take lessons not to become a geisha but to um as I said to prepare of housemaking prepare to become a good housemaker so um in Japan there are some ways to prepare to be a good housemaker there are three big um popular ways to prepare one is um the art of tea ceremony and another is um the other is the art of flower arrangement and the third one is the Japanese dancing it's um <coughs> through those lessons they practice and they learn manners good manners or graceful movements but actually it was a obtensively purpose but um, in fact um, it's their lessons are not for manners or graceful movements but by learning those practices they gain some hmm, good image good um hmm, uh, good looking of um their home status by learning those things the status of the family looks good I mean uh, pedigree girls who have um, who have learned those tea ceremony or a flower arrangement or Japanese dancing under her belt mean mean to be from a good uh, pedigree good status of family it was supposed to <laughs> so 
just to gain the good image and to marry into a um, good pedigree family, girls tend to take those lessons old um, in those days. I think in Japan things are different now, but when I was a child, um, those things were uh, believed so. And except for uh, preparing of homemaking, um, some women um, take lessons as a hobby after they um, get married as a housewife's hobby. And my mother took Japanese dancing lessons as her hobby. And she took it once a week. And uh, because my sister was small, um, she took her uh, along with her. And uh, my father uh, drove them to the house where the lessons were taking place. So I left alone again because I was a junior high school student. And when I came home, they had already left. So uh, once a week, I had um, very lonely evening. And because it was after school, I was extremely hungry. And uh, my gra I lived with my grandparents, so I could um, eat with them. They, my grandparents, would eat uh, supper earlier than my parents, so I could have had supper with my grandparents, but as I told you before, my grandparents are so strict, disciplined, um, unfriendly, uh, scary people. So I didn't want to eat with them. I didn't spend time with them. I always try to 
uh, to separate with them when I was uh, in the house as much as I could. So even though I was starved, I didn't join join them at at supper. And just I was just waiting for my parents and my sister to come back and to eat with them. But there's they were so late usually and I was so starved starved and hungry and cruciated it was such a bad experience once a week weekly torment I would put it and those evenings continued from um, my junior high school days to the to my late teens and uh, during those days uh, my sister have mm, because my sister also took lessons uh, with my mother. Uh, my sister gradually uh, learned Japanese dancing well. And she um, sh when she was um, 16 or 17, she earned diploma of master in um, Japanese dancing. And it was uh, quite um, uh, accomplished thing for a Japanese dancer, I think, I suppose. So one evening, my sister and my mother were um, unwrapped the things she rewarded. She was rewarded by getting the diploma of master, and uh, they was. They were chattering in front of those commemorative things before them, and uh, they were happy. They seemed, they sounded so happy together. I was listening um, outside the door of the room, but I 
for some reason I couldn't get in. I just listened. I eavesdropping? I was just hearing outside the door that they were chattering happily about Japanese dancing and getting the highly accommodated um, diploma. And uh, I was crying. I couldn't help it. I was crying behind the door. And after that, I, um, while I was crying behind the door, my mother rushed out and for some errands. And she found me listening to them. And uh, instead of showing some pity for me or something, she scolded at me. She complained to me. She blamed at me for not to celebrate for her, not to be happy for her. She, my mother didn't understand why this celebratory occasion, happy occasion, meant unhappy to me. So she blamed for me, blamed at me for that. She told me I should have celebrated her, my sister. I should have been happy for her. But I just, I just couldn't do that. I think, I still think, or rather, I am quite convinced that those Japanese dancing things were not for my sister's career, future career, but it was just they wanted to go out, just three of us, leaving me behind. They, I think, I believe, they enjoyed going out without me. It, it, I'm almost convinced it must be so. And I, I was simply 
disliked by them. That was the only reason for them to let my sister take Japanese lessons. They, um, they let my sister, not me, but my sister take Japanese dancing lessons in order to go out, just three of them, and to be away from me. I, I think I can prove it. That was the main reason. Because, come to think of it, um, my sister, after those years, she didn't become a professional dancer, even though she earned the diploma. She didn't become professional. She didn't work um, related to Japanese dancing. She just had long time before quit Japanese dancing, as simple as that. And not for her career. She might have taken lessons for um, good homemaking uh, to become a um, good pedigree homemaking person, but she didn't, she didn't get married. She didn't marry. She didn't marry into a, a family with a high status or something. She just didn't. She stayed single. So These, these are the facts and these are the proof that her Japanese dancing was not for her career nor her marriage. Just excuses, just the excuse to get away from me. Well, that's all what I had today. Uh, thanks for listening. I'm Hitemi Woods. I hope you join me again soon. Until next time, take care and be well.
Audiobook, The Family in Kyoto, One Japanese Girl Got Freedom by Hitomi Woods on sale at online stores or apps. Apple Books, Google Play, Audible, 43 available distributors in total. Thank you.